Hi friends, it is November 19th. It's a Thursday for me when I'm listening to this. I'm I'm this is live where I am, but this is a recording that you will be listening to at a later date. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking a little bit about what I've been up to lately because I like talking to you and I'm excited to share stuff with you. And then also, I'm going to be talking about holiday sales again just because I want to keep reminding you guys to do them. We're going to end by talking about imposter syndrome, and I'm going to be sharing some stories about how imposter syndrome has sort of invaded my life lately. So let's jump into it. Today I am drinking Pedialyte, and a little insight into how I look when I'm recording this. I built a tiny fort with my blanket to try to make the audio quality a little bit better. So if this doesn't sound remarkably better than some past episodes, let me know because I look and feel a little silly. It is actually halfway through my work day. And when I say that, I mean, it's like 2.20, but I really haven't done much today. I had a client meeting for next year, which is great because I would love to book more weddings for next year. I feel like it's been a really slow booking season for me so far, mostly because most of my October dates were booked up by 2020 clients in 2021 and so I keep getting inquiries but they're for dates that I'm already booked and I'm like no I have no dates to give away to future clients but I'm finally getting inquiries for dates where I can actually book people and I'm really excited about it because I don't know do you feel like each year is like a new season of a tv show that you're like just as excited about like for some reason it always feels like to maybe I just watched my tv <laughs> each year feels like it's like a new season with a new cast but I'm excited about it it's like an American horror story you know that there's going to be new characters but like the idea is still going to be the same and so you're excited about it this is assuming that you like horror and that you're familiar with American horror story but that's kind of how weddings feel and and I'm really excited for next season, you guys. Next season of my job. It looks like it's going to be really fun. Clients that I booked today said that they were going to follow through with their wedding regardless of kind of what happens. They're willing to dwindle down their guest list to just six people. That's what it comes to. But right now it's at 60. So a lot of people feel pretty confident, I think, with just the idea that they are going to do this thing. And I am here for it. I am currently still kind of drowning in editing, just trying to get caught up on all of the family portrait sessions that I've been shooting lately. So I've been doing that. I've also just been, I've been living in the world of designing stickers in a big way. I designed a bunch of gift tags, little stickers to put on gifts that I'm really excited about. I made wrapping paper in all of my pick time galleries. I went ahead and I've set up all of the album sales and print sales. Pick time made it really, really easy for me to set everything up. And I have to admit, I kind of didn't change a lot of the wording. They have emails good to go. And I'm like, you know what? That's fine. This isn't going to sound genuine no matter what, because I'm not like good at selling stuff to people like it doesn't it's not a thing that comes to me naturally so I'm just keeping a lot of the words that they end up using I feel good because if I had just kept putting it off like I wasn't going to change anything about it it was just going to not get done so I'm really excited that I at least have some print sales set up and good to go but I do need to finish up some of my galleries and hopefully get them posted so that way people can take advantage of small business Saturday and Cyber Monday I think the way that pick time has it set up is actually just Black Friday which I'm not going to make special graphics for Small Business Saturday or anything. So I, yeah, it's just, it's set up the way that it's set up. The way that I'm looking at how I set up my pick time sales is that I have outsourced it. <laughs> it was pick times, emails, it was their responsibility. I'm going to be hands off. I'm not going to micromanage. I'm not going to change too much about it. So that's how I'm looking at my pick time sales. But since this is the last week before Thanksgiving, and that's usually when a bunch of sales pick up, I just wanted to put it out there as a little reminder, if you haven't set it up and your proofing gallery has something that makes it really easy, just do it. It doesn't have to be something that you think too much about. Done is better than perfect. 
but if you sit on it for a while and try to think of the perfect way to go about it and you don't do anything, then you could be potentially missing out on a lot of stuff. So if you haven't done it yet, this is just another reminder. <laughs> That holiday sales are a thing that's happening. I set mine up. It was embarrassingly fast. If you have pick time, I definitely recommend doing it. I imagine there are probably a lot of sites that have things that are automated in a really nice way where it's just timed out and sends out emails to everybody. So hopefully you guys can do that. Done is better than perfect. And in other news, the next article that I'm going to be writing for Patreon is going to be me comparing the Sigma art lenses to the L series lenses, which I'm kind of excited about. I don't want to just do a bunch of reviews, but I do think this is really nice for anybody that wants to try out Canon, especially people that were excited about the R6, but currently shoot Nikon. It's a good way for you to just buy the adapter and buy some like inexpensive lenses until you can save up and buy the L series. Like it's not going to be a huge investment. So I'm going to be reviewing those. I'm going to have that article coming out next, but I was going through the list of suggestions that you guys have made for different Patreon articles and videos. And one of them that I've been sitting on that I keep coming back to because it sticks out in my head is on imposter syndrome. Just the idea of have I ever come across imposter syndrome? in my business. And it's funny because my honest thinking was, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'm qualified enough to talk about imposter syndrome. And I understand the irony of it. And this is, <laughs> I know I already said this to you guys on Instagram stories, but the irony was like killing me that I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can talk about that. But I did want to mention it on here. I am feeling it so much right now, especially about my illustrations. And I'm going to say this because I need to put it out there. You guys can be my accountability. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out there so that way I have to stand by it. I keep avoiding or saying no to drawing opportunities because I have imposter syndrome about it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm qualified for that. So I had somebody that I have previously done a portrait illustration for uh, that her husband was writing a children's book and he was wanting to know if I could illustrate for it. And I'm like, well, this is what the publishing companies usually like to do. I like, I just regurgitated a bunch of information. It's like, go, go talk to your publisher. And her response was, well, he actually was published before, which I didn't know. I was just sort of like, mm, insider, she doesn't know how it works. You know, me also not knowing how it works, giving her the information that I had. She's like, well, he was published before, but now he wants to go the self-publishing route. And I was immediately like, ooh, like I felt so much resistance to this. And the reality is like, that's kind of like, that's a thing that I want to do. Like, it's a thing I want to try. And this is an opportunity where they're reaching out to me, somebody that's like gone through the process before and would like to do it again, but I could still feel that resistance. And so much of it was not like, this sounds like a big thing that I don't want to do. And it was like, this sounds like something that I could get wrong. And only by sitting with the discomfort of like, oh, this feels, mm, I don't want to do it. Did I realize where those feelings were coming from and what it actually was? So immediately it was just like hard no. And if we just like, you know, listen to our guts, like if I just listened to my gut on that, I would be like, no, that's not for me because I immediately had like some friction in my mind about it. But the reality is I felt friction because of imposter syndrome. Sometimes I worry that if we turn down opportunities and we think that we're just trusting our guts, that what we're actually doing is listening to the voice that says, this is going to be hard. This is a good opportunity, but maybe I'm not good enough for it. And I would love to talk about imposter syndrome again in like a bigger way, but this is something that's happened in the past week that I was like, mm, 
if I really sit with this feeling, this discomfort that I'm feeling around saying yes to this project, the reality is I don't want to say yes because I'm afraid that it's a big opportunity and that I will be proving to myself that I'm not actually able to do this thing. And this isn't something that I've just done with picture books. There have been weddings where people have reached out to me and they were like, oh, I'm an art director and weddings sounded like a big deal. And I just, it took me a while to get back to them because it was sort of like, "Mm, if I wait, maybe they'll go away. (laughs) I'm so afraid of just not meeting people's expectations that I don't even give myself the opportunity to try. And that is denotatively what imposter syndrome is. So I just wanted to share that with you. I have been sitting with my discomfort and looking at why I feel the way that I feel about certain opportunities or things that come up lately and trying to say yes to things if the truth is that I'm just afraid that I'm going to disappoint them or other people. But the reality is we sort of have to trust people that reach out to us and want us to do something for them. We kind of need to trust people that come to us with projects saying, hey, I've been seeing what you're doing. This seems like it's within your scope and I would like for you to do it with me. If it feels uncomfortable, look at where that discomfort comes from. And if it just comes from the idea that you feel like you aren't good enough and that you might disappoint them, maybe try to reframe that in your head instead of saying, I might disappoint them as this is a really good opportunity and I'm going to work really hard to create something that's consistent with the things that I've been sharing. Because that is at least something that we are all capable of, creating things that are consistent with the work that we've been putting out that inspired them to reach out to us. I hope that resonates with you. I hope that wasn't me just (laughs) being insecure and just shaking my insecurities out on you, which is something that I do sometime because I do get questions about imposter syndrome quite a bit. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about how it definitely affects me. It still affects me and how it's been affecting me in my work life lately. I hope you're well. I hope you were hydrated. Just a reminder to set up your holiday print sales. If it's something you haven't already done, try not to put too much thought into it. Just set it and forget it. Like the infomercial. I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to (laughs) go. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking with you soon. Bye.